welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It's me, the Q-Dog, rolling solo up in the studio, y'all. What is going down? You know me, man. I am just so happy to be alive. I can't hardly stand it. And I'm glad you're here joining us for another episode. And this is going to be extremely exciting. Prepare to be amazed today. Because I'm going to talk about the state of the Cunion. That's right, the state of the Q union, state of the Q union. Um, boy, I got some things that uh, I'm excited to share with you. Before I do that, I want to make sure that you're aware that we have a group on Facebook, and we would love for you to be a part of that. So go to Facebook and look up MVSM Podcast. MVSM Podcast, and join the group. Join this mighty group of people uh, where the conversation starts and uh, helps you figure out some strategies in life, how to improve yourself and your relationships. Um, I, I love it. I mean, I just love putting up. Uh, I, in December of 2018, I decided to go for 31 straight days putting up tips, and it was so challenging. I called it the 31 Days of Merry Tipsmas. It was crazy, but it was a great challenge. I challenged myself to do it, and it worked. Um, for the month of February in 2019, I decided to do a video every single day on behalf of the Man vs. Marriage family, and uh, and I made my goal. It was just incredible, and I, I loved doing it so much so that uh, I decided to continue on, and I am putting it out there, doing it just getting things done and um you know it gets it gets tough I'm, I'm a person that feels like everything has to be perfect or i was in the past um felt like everything had to be perfect everything had to be in line i had to put out a perfect production i couldn't misspeak couldn't say words wrong you know i just had to oh i really decided that you know at some point it's like you got to stop overthinking this man i can't try to be perfect in every scenario I just have to be myself. So I did the videos on Facebook Live. And that can be absolutely intimidating. And it was. But that's why I did it. Because I wanted to challenge myself just to get out there and do it. And I spent a lot of time. I have spent a lot of time telling people, look, just do it. And I had randomly done Facebook Live videos. But I decided to put my money where my mouth was and just go at it. And at first, I was going to be like, well, you know, I like to be prepared. So it's like, well, I'll just do every video I do will be based on the tips that I did. And so I started that way. But after the first video, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about what's on my mind. Because I feel like that would better serve our peeps. If I'm just talking, no, I'm not going rehearsed. I'm talking about what's on my heart, what's on my mind, and what's going on in my current experience with this thing called life sharing my journey and that's what the whole premise of the podcast is anyway so it ended up working out really well um you know we some videos uh we would have some interaction on it was good and i know that you know it's people aren't always going to see uh the video in the moment so they'll go back and look at it and it's good for me to go back and look at so i can see what my mood you know hashtag mood or what my mindset was so I encourage you to go to uh, our Facebook page, go through the tips, go through the videos, make comments. 
that's a place for us to connect okay the world's a big bad place it's big it's big it seems like there's a lot of distance but that's a place where you can connect directly with myself and with coach Rita and uh, we can get some conversations going and your I'm telling you your experiences will help other people with their experiences and vice to the verse it'll do theirs will do the same for you and it will also provoke you to challenge the way you think mentally because people's perspective is value it's very valuable and because it's different than yours it even makes it more valuable because then you can kind of reinforce what you believe because you believe that's right or you can adapt it because maybe the way you were thinking wasn't upgraded enough so I just encourage you you know go to our Facebook group and connect with us there and this is not something that I generally do but I I'm feeling it right now I'm feeling it because I went I made those videos I did the tips coach Rita took January she did her tips and it's truly a place where we can connect with one another on the podcast you're listening to me but on the Facebook group we're interacting with each other and that's invaluable um, and I can't wait for someday for us to all share high fives um, and say what's up face to face so I look forward to those days as well uh, but today you know with the state of the the union I wanted to talk about um, what's going on in my life at this current moment um, and one of the things I, I just want to put out there because I'm always going to be transparent I'm going to be authentic I mean you know you go to episode 10 you know go to episode 9 and 10 episode 9 man I thought I had some things figured out episode 10 I figured out I didn't have things figured out so I'm, I'm putting things out here whether it's um, right wrong or indifferent I'm I'm kind of putting I am not kind of I am putting my journey out there so that you can see my mistakes my successes and you can take them and apply them to your life where necessary and you can get that game-changer experience that coach Reed and I are always talking about so for me I what I want to get into today is what is going on so I like to talk a big game I like to talk a big game what does that even mean um, that means that I like to talk to people and encourage them that life and circumstances does not have the privilege to dictate who they are who they think they are and how they carry themselves and there's a lot of circumstances that have a very very loud voice in my life that's just the way my life is built and I'm not going woe is me I'm just saying with autism with eight children with work with health um, you know having the many things out of our control that's just the way it is autism is definitely one of those voices in my life and my wife's life that screams loud we don't have one not one but not two but three kids with autism to varying degrees autism you know you you can look on Facebook and you can find a lot of beautiful things about autism but I'm telling you what goes on when Facebook's not on can really challenge you to the core of your humanity and who you think you are um, you know whether it's you know just in the this most recent uh, 
number of weeks here that have just passed. Um, challenges at work, challenges at, with autism, challenges with family, um, challenges with family member passing away. Life is always happening, and it's not. I mean, I think sometimes when life is in is hard. I used to tend to think it was only hard and happening to me that way because life just did not like me because I had bad luck because I was uh, I was just the one that had to go through things and look there have been terrible things but you know what if it wasn't for those things maybe I wouldn't be here today doing this podcast because I took those hard deeply troubling situations I took them as an opportunity to grow you don't always see it in the moment but I took them as an opportunity to grow so that's what I talk about when I talk about talking a big game because I talk about hey no matter what's going on around you it's not the circumstances that dictate your mood and who you are it's who you say and who you believe that you are that's how you carry yourself. That's why you redefine your personal philosophy. So when things come your way, you know how to filter them out. You know how to filter them out and not take them personal. You know how to filter those things out and keep your head up. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep looking forward to what the vision is. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it can't make you question who you are and what you're about because you've already established that before life shows up. Okay, so you, nobody but you deserves the right to dictate who you are and how you carry yourself. Not life, not circumstances, none of that. And I talk about, I talk about it in this, in this context to say, if you're willing to challenge the way you think, if you're willing to upgrade your mindset, then you will have control over how you think about yourself and how you react or how you respond when life comes at you so it's a mindset you know I take mindsets on my health I take mindsets on goodness I take mindsets on my uh, personal finances I take mindsets on my personal philosophy uh, I take mindsets and I apply them to how I work through um, my relationship how I communicate with my wife what kind of father I am I decide those things and when life comes along I don't give life the opportunity to tell me anything different. That's the big game that I talk. You know, I say constantly, and I believe it. I think the first place I heard it was with Jim Rohn. Uh, that's Terry Robbins' mentor. And um, one of the things that he said, life is about what you are becoming. And if you have a purpose in your life, it will compel you, this part is me, if you have purpose in your life, you know what it is, it will compel you to keep moving forward, even when life kicks you square in the man bag. I'm telling you, it will compel you to move forward. And then if you take the idea that, that life is happening for you, it's not happening to you, so you don't play that victimized type mindset, and that whatever your circumstances or whatever situations, whatever chaos is going on in your life right now, <clears throat> from marriage on down, you know, to from marriage to uh, your children to your job, 
to your personal finances, to your company, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, you you take control of how you think of those things. Um, that we live on purpose for a purpose. And knowing what that purpose is, we know how we must continue and how we must keep stepping and how we must not allow life to, to keep us down, you know. So knowing those things, that's the big game that I talk. And, and you know, it's funny that when you, like when we first started this podcast, Jeannie and I went through some hard talks in our marriage and and for just a split second I was like what the crap is going on I have a podcast I thought I was past this but then you remember no not it's just because you have a podcast doesn't mean you're immune from what life has to offer you and like I say life happens to us all so the reason I'm talking about this big game that I speak is because if if I didn't speak a, a big game and then actually follow through on that when life came knocking on my door then I would be a fraud I would be an absolute total fraud and that is something I am not willing to be I'm absolutely not willing to be a fraud I, I demand of myself to be authentic I demand of myself to live by the words that I speak because the words that I speak, I believe, they, they, they breed life in me. They breed life into people around me. So I hold myself to that standard. I hold myself to those commitments that if I say something, I'm going to live it. I'm going to live exactly what I say, no matter what life has to throw at me. And sometimes life gets tough. And, and the first thing that crosses my mind, I don't know if this is it for you, but for me, the first thing that crosses my mind is the words that I speak. And then I have to face those words. And at that point, I can make a decision. What decision do I want to make? Do I buckle? Do I crumble? Do I turn into a groveling, complaining buffoon? Do I turn into somebody who is defeated sometimes when you get kicked in the man bag by life you got to take a knee because life hits hard but life hits us all hard whether you're a gazillionaire or you're in poverty whether you're married or you're single whether you're male or female life hits us all hard at times so for me, when these things happen, I'm, I'm fortunate too. I'm fortunate that um, these things tend to come to my mind. Um, and I think it's because I am so mindful of how I think. And if something comes my way, I will apply the words that I speak to those circumstances. And then I have to make the decision if I'm going to live like I said I would, if I'm going to live like the way I inspire you to live, or if I'm going to make different decisions. Well, life came knocking on my door. In 2016, um, I had been battling diverticulitis for, I don't know, four to six years. And I've been looking for, you know, diets that would help me uh, minimize 
um, inflammation in my life. Well, you never know all the damage you do until you start getting healthy. And I'm telling you, I back in the day when I was pushing faux hundy, um, well over 380 pounds, I was pushing faux hundy. I'm telling you what the things that I would eat, I would absolutely crush spicy food and it would turn me it would just kill me on the inside little did I know it was physically killing me on the inside uh, whether it was habanero salsa whether it was sriracha sauce Frank's Red Hot oh how I miss you Frank's Red Hot I could put Frank's Red Hot in a bottle a baby bottle and a nipple on it and I could suck that stuff down that is how much I freaking love Frank's Red Hot and I'm not even I'm not saying that that one did the damage but you know with diverticulitis you're not supposed to eat um, things like uh, that have seeds in them say like strawberries and whatnot because they, that tends to uh, complicate your insides and can compromise them and you can get infections within so anyway it came to the point where in 2016 I ended up having to have um, my colon resection where they cut part of it out put it back together and it was an enormous surgery it was a scary situation um, I went through that I went through uh, having a temporary ileostomy and boy I never knew really what that was, but boy, do I have compassion for people that have that now. So fast forward throughout 2017, I had several more surgeries. I had an infection in my abdomen, and they could not track this infection down. The infection got so bad that they had to put a pick line in. If you don't know what a pick line is, I'll take a few seconds and explain it. There's like a, a, a vein in your upper arm where they'll, they'll insert this pick line. And what they do is the line goes through your vein and gets dropped in right above your heart. And so what they do is they'll take and they'll flush it. After they flush it, they'll put in these antibiotics. And it's basically getting dropped into your heart and it's instantly going into your body. And that's the way that they were combating this infection. It was a very trying time for me. At that time... Um, we had water damage in our house, so we were, the 10 of us, all Moran 10 and three dogs, were living in a hotel. And at that time, I was going through this, uh, this issue in the hospital and with this pick line, and we'd have to have a nurse come, and she would do, you know, my meds, and um, she'd have to clean it up, change it up. It was just a crazy time. So I had this infection in my abdomen, um, and then it turned out where I ended up having to have more surgeries. And so finally, in um, November of 2017, um, nearly coming full circle, I had to have another major operation because my bowels ended up twisting. I had two twisted bowels. So, uh, you know, um, that was a crazy surgery. But at that time... Um, I'm a man of faith, so in prayer, I got this, I got this mantra that I started saying to myself, which was superhuman health, superhuman healing, supernatural recovery, and I just said it to myself over and over and over again, 
And funny thing is, the biggest surgery I had in 2017, which was the one where they had to, you know, they had to open me from navel. Basically, it felt like navel to neck, but it it wasn't that. Um, but they had to remove, you know, a large part of um, my small intestines uh, because of this bowel situation, and so they had to sew me back up. And um, I had gone into this saying, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna heal at a superhuman rate. Um, so I, I did, and I think it was the second day after that major surgery, I walked a mile in the hospital and I was convincing myself, I was convincing myself through my mindset that my body was healing at a superhuman rate, (laughs) a superhuman speed. So with that, um, you know, even the doctors and nurses came to me and they said, I cannot believe how fast you're recovering. This is crazy. I have never seen this before. And I felt great about that. That told me that, you know, my mind could have some sort of control over my body in the healing process. Um, and then a month later, I had to end up having my uh, gallbladder taken out. But from there, I took care of myself in such a way that I, I was preparing um, my body to go back to the gym. Because at that point in 2017... Uh, moving on into 2018, that was going on like two years that I wasn't in the gym. So why am I saying all this? Because recently I was going back for my full release to go back to the gym, go back to full duty at work, um, because I had done everything the doctor said to take care of myself so that I could be released um, without a hernia and go back to work um, and go back to fully participating in the family. Um, you know, I mean, there was points where Jeannie couldn't even ask me to open the pickle jar. I was that weak. And that's embarrassing as a man. Come on. So we go to the doctor's appointment. We go for my wife because um, we think she has a hernia. And I go to get cleared. And he's checking me out. And he's like, well, I don't like what I see here. And I'm like, uh, What? So I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just, I'm gonna keep a positive mindset. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get concerned about what he thinks he sees until we get some proof. I'm just gonna keep mobbing on the way that I do. And so Jeannie and I went for a date night to the CT place to get CT scans, and then uh, went back the following week. And it turns out that that infection I had in my abdomen deteriorated, or ate away, or did something to the muscle in the front of my abdomen to a four inch by four inch square basically or area of my abdomen where I have no muscle. I have very healthy muscle on either side of my abdomen. Um, so now I'm dealing with a, a hernia, a large four by four hernia that I'm gonna have to go under the knife for again. It was absolutely not something that I was expecting. And that was one of those days where life really hit me hard. Just kicked me. It was like a double windmill kick to the man bag. And I got I ended up getting mad and disappointed. But I didn't I didn't allow that mindset to control me. You know, I the biggest disappointment I had was what I put my family through and my job through when I have to have these surgeries. Because I'm a firm believer that it, you know, if it's happening to me, then I can manage through any situation. But when I'm causing distress on other people, it really bogs me down. So at that point, I had to have 
a heart to heart with myself and say, look, dude, are you going to live by the words you speak or are you going to allow yourself to be defeated in this? So I had to shift my perspective because at first I was extremely disappointed. I had been taking care of myself so that I could go back to the gym. I love going to the gym. I love to challenge myself mentally. You know that. But physically, I love to challenge myself. And it's also a large part of my stress management for the you know for whatever's going on in life I can go to the gym and just physically work that stress out so it was extremely disappointing it answered some questions I had about the way my abdomen looked in some areas um, but it was very disappointing and that led me to that leads me to this how do you deal with disappointments in your life? Because I talk a big game. Quincy Moran, you talk a big game when it comes to circumstances and if they have the privilege of dictating to you who you are in life. And one of the ways that you maintain proper mindset is how you manage disappointment. How do you manage disappointment? I'm going to give you a moment of silence to think. Just think for a second. When I get disappointed, how do I manage it? So I hope you took just a second there to think about how you manage your disappointment. Because for far too long, I allowed that nagging voice of disappointment to affect my mood, my attitude, and my output. And I'm just done with it. I'm so thankful that I had prepared myself for situations like this. And basically, you know, I kind of took on that uh, Coach Nick Saban approach when it, um, when it comes to wins and losses. And what they call it is the 24-hour rule. You don't, you don't take any longer than 24 hours to dwell on a win or a loss because you don't have the time to spin your wheels and stay there in the past. Now, if you're very fortunate, you can take less than 24 hours and you can just crush that moment of disappointment where you are. You can shift your perspective. You can change the way you look at it and say, instead of disempowering me, instead of stealing my power and my thunder from me in this moment of disappointment, I'm actually going to use it as an opportunity to grow. I don't know how. I don't know how I'm going to grow through this chaos, but I know if I have just a minute to shift my perspective that I will find a way to dominate this. I will find a way to work through this mindset where I can view it as an opportunity to grow. And that's exactly what I did. I started to focus on the positive side. I acknowledged the negative side, which was my extreme disappointment that physically... I'm very, very healthy. But what happened in the past is contributing to my present moment. I acknowledge that I was very disappointed that I couldn't go back to the gym, that I couldn't start boxing again, that I couldn't start lifting weights again. But then I also acknowledge the fact that, hey, this is actually a positive. Because I had, not ha had I not had this checked out and maybe there was a hernia there that wasn't as evident as it is now, I would have had that question in my mind at the gym of how far can I really push myself. And now I will know 
my doctor told me once this is done and I'm healed and, and things are finished that I could go try out for American Ninja Warrior. That's how confident he is that this will be the bow on this particular surgery. So I, I'm very fortunate that I put the work in because you have a decision to make when you get disappointing information. You have a decision to make, um, and that's, um, am I going to allow this to tear me down? Maybe you need to take a knee. I've been there. I had to take a knee, but I stood up. I waited for the ref to count to eight, and then I came back out swinging with different perspective. That's what I had to do. So how do you manage that disappointment? Because like I said, I talk a big game. I talk a big game on how I live my life, what mindset I have, how goodness operates, how my health is. And look, the doctor said, God is my witness and Jeannie is my witness also. He said that I went above and beyond. The way that I took care of myself is not normal. People don't normally do this. And that's the standard I set for myself is not to live a normal life. You know, I've really exceeded... <laughs> I really exceeded that goal in many, many areas of my life, not to live a normal life. And one of those is in mindset. So I did the work preparing for this. And I refuse to take the mindset of here we go again. I refuse. I demand from myself that I change my perspective. I don't dwell on this frustration any more than a 24-hour period. And after that, it's on to success. And I'm asking you if you're willing to do the same. I'm telling you, man, I am on my way up. I know it may, it may be, you know, it may be three years out of the gym to the day, but I know when I go back to the gym that I will absolutely be ready to roar. I will be ready to attack. I'll be ready to dominate. And mentally, I am going to prepare myself to be ready for that. I'm doing what I need to do with my nutrition on the health side to maintain a good, healthy, ready-to-recover body. And that's, ju that's just putting the work in. That's me living by the game that I talk. That's me living the life that I said I would. That's me taking control of my mindset and making sure that every day I'm living, I'm living by my personal philosophy. And I just want to encourage you to do the same. I want to encourage you to make sure that you dictate you dictate your mood, your attitude when it comes to whatever circumstances are going on in your life. Look, I don't know what's going on in your life, okay? I don't know. Maybe you're on the brink of divorce. Maybe things maybe you're on the brink of getting fired in your job. Whatever it is, look at it for what it is and then figure out how good do I want this to be and once you figure out how good you want it to be it's time to make a plan of action to get there and it all starts with your mind and your mindset it all starts with redefining your 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 philosophy and how you think and upgrading the way you think it starts with what we've talked about in the man versus marriage podcast that transformation that upgrading starts with you and your mindset and control what you can control. Focus on the things you can affect. There's always going to be circumstances that are out of your control. If you dwell on those, they will drag you down. Focus on what you can affect and what steps you can take forward. Because I'm telling you, you have the power to work through this. 
whatever your circumstance is right now, you have the ability to work through it. You can. You can come out on top. You can be the winner. You already are because you are willing to change your perspective and you're willing to move forward. I know you have it in you. If you didn't, you may not be listening to this podcast as a whole because that is the message that we preach. That is the quote-unquote gospel that we preach. Not in a religious way, but just in a in a way, in a such in such a way that we absolutely believe that you can have the life that you want and it starts with your mindset and your philosophy. So I want to encourage you to put the work in. Prepare. Prepare yourself for what life has coming. There's a lot of good things in life. There's also a lot of things in life that are challenging. And I'm looking at this health situation for me as an opportunity. And I'm using it as an opportunity to share with you right now what my mindset is and how I am working through it and moving forward through it. And in future episodes, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more about the surgery and about my recovery and about where my mindset is. If I fall, I will be honest. I'll be authentic. If I take, if I take a knee or if I get the count, I'll be honest. But I want to put myself out there so you can look at me and in your roughest, your toughest, your lowest times, be inspired that you can still get up and keep going. That's what matters to me. It's what I live for. I live to inspire, motivate, and enhance people's experience in this thing we call life. It's what I want. It's what I want most is for you to be better than you thought you could be. I know it's possible. I know it's possible because I am a living testimony. I'm a living, breathing example of the possibility. All you need is willingness. If you have willingness, you have a way. I firmly, firmly believe that. So that's the state of the Cunion right there. You know, that's the state of the Cunion. Episode 1, maybe episode 2 coming in the future. We'll see where we're at. I want to leave you with a couple of resources for people that will just absolutely challenge you to be the best that you can be. Upgrading that mindset and that mood. Getting you ready. Getting you gritty. Getting you ready to grind. Loud. <laughs> it sounds like a character I used to do for um, the Moran Brothers. Fly, fly. All right, check it out. So go look up The Hobby Hustler. His name is Matthew Alexander. The Hobby Hustler, this dude has an amazing core mission. His mission is to set one million people free from their hobby part-time to their full-time hustle. And I commend him and what he's doing. It is an honorable thing. He is putting together a community, a community of people that are taking control of their future. And um, he's given them a platform to speak and to network. So check it out. He has a podcast. He has a Facebook group. So check it out. Get involved. Another one, Ed Milet. I've already talked about him on previous episodes, but I'm telling you what, this guy will challenge you to grow. He is challenging me to grow. 
He's challenging me for my current mood, my mindset. He's challenging me uh, to max out because that's what he is. He is the max out community. Hashtag max out. Go to his uh, go to his website, edmylet.com. He will give you his book, Max Out, for free. Check him out. He's a fantastic resource uh, for motivation and inspiration. And he's like us, man. He's a regular dude. He's a regular dude that decided to take control of how he was living his life. And now he is beyond whatever success he ever thought he could have. And that's what we're doing here. That's why you're a part of this community, to challenge yourself. To be the best version of you, the street has you know that that you could put out on a street. And finally, the third resource I want to give you is Charlie Rocket. I heard Charlie Rocket's testimony. I heard his story um, on the Ed Milet show. You could go check it out on YouTube. Um, it's a fantastic, inspiring story that will give you an upgrade. It will absolutely help you upgrade your mindset. You gotta dig into this guy. This guy will take he will help you take your thought process of life to a brand new level. I connected with this dude immediately because obviously he says things that, that inspire you, but he said a lot of things that truly connect to the way that I currently think. And then he goes above that. He will look he looks at life like he's on a winning streak. And he is. Because he's taking control. This guy's story is outstanding, and you will get you will get inspired just listening to it on the uh, Ed Milet podcast, um, or you can go to YouTube. So I, I challenge you to take, check out those three resources. And as we talked about before, as I close this out, go to our Facebook group. Come and be a part of the community. Come get involved. That's where us dudes go to help us dudes. That's where we go. We get elbow to elbow electronically. Digital elbow to elbow. That's right. You know what? There's guys and gals there. Everybody's got something fantastic insight that they can offer. Um, but this is a soft place to land for the guys so we can figure out how to better ourselves. But we're taking all kinds of advice. And that's the community there where we can connect together. With the podcast, you're listening. I appreciate it. But as far as interacting goes, let's interact on Facebook. Let's build our relationship on Facebook. And that's MVSM Podcast, like Man versus Marriage Podcast. MVSM Podcast. Go like the page, put the alerts on, because we're doing Facebook Lives. We're getting things going. It's straight popping up in there. You know what I mean? It's popping over there. Check out the tips. Check out the videos. Start a discussion of your own. Help us. Teach us. What are you doing? That's noteworthy. That's praiseworthy. Let's get on with it, huh? Yeah. And then, like others have, email us. Email us at our brand new email address. It's coach at manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Manversmarriagepodcast.com. You can also go to Man Versus Marriage where we are putting up some blogs. Um, that will help you. If you want to read a little bit further in to these episodes or where our mindset is, what our hashtag mood is, do it right there. Okay, uh, I know there is a lot of value in this episode. You might have to listen to it a few times so that you can make some notes on designing your personal philosophy and how to upgrade it, how to live by the words that you speak, how to challenge yourself to live by it in the moment. I know you got it in you, man. I know you do. 
episodes. I'm just a regular dude like you doing extraordinary things. That's the way we get down. Until next time, man versus marriage out, my people.